0: This is the Steelers Standard on Steelers Nation Radio and podcast on Steelers.com
1: Whoopsie-daisy. My bad, everybody. Hand uh, up. Sorry about that one. My fault. I said they weren't going to lose. There's no way they're going to lose. They're going to be 9-4. I even said they're going to win the next week. This game coming up in a couple days against the Patriots. They lost. Ooh. I was on the Mark Madden show as the host last week, too. I was saying the same thing every time I bring up this game. I was, shh, shh, shh. I'm so bored by this matchup. A couple callers called in. I, I did have a couple callers, yes. They said, I don't know. I'm, I'm, I'm a little weary about this. I said, get out of here. Get out of here. This team is so bad. There ain't going to be no classic Steelers clunker here. Well, they clunked. A double-digit loss. A a loss that saw you down by three touchdowns to a 2-10 and team in the fourth quarter with like six minutes left to go in the fourth quarter. We've had some bad losses in the Tomlin era. Mm -hmm. I didn't do much research. uh, I went off the top of the dome, the old cranium for this, but I'm going to have the take. This was the worst one. Whoa. This was the worst one.
2: I remember this one, there was one against the Raiders, who were also like this a 2-10 and 10 team, worse. something like that. At, it was also at Heinz Field at the time. Worse. Yeah. Ryan Mallet, Baltimore Ravens.
1: This oh, one's worse. Oh, man. When you could <sighs> Duck Hodges' year when the Jets and the Ravens were both terrible. Well, the Ravens weren't terrible they were playing backups. Duck Hodges went up against the Jets, a terrible team. Lost out. You had Duck Hodges. This is way worse than anything I can remember. Because you were gonna set yourself up. Right. Not just for making a wild card, but potentially challenging the AFC North. And look around the damn AFC Jacob. Anyone's potentially challenging the number one overall seed. If they take care of business against the Cardinals on Sunday, they're
2: eight and all the other
1: dominoes fell like they did, they're tied with the Chiefs and the Jags at an eight and four record, a game behind the Ravens who are tied with the Dolphins, for the playing each one other head-to-head seed. for the number one overall seed in a few weeks. You would be in the rearview mirror of the Ravens, hoping that they beat the Dolphins, and then if you beat the Ravens, maybe you slide into that number one seed if everybody else you know breaks in mm-hmm. your favor. Now, that's a long shot, and that sounded like a fairy tale even before the Cardinals game, but that's the reality that we're in now, and that's what the Steelers blew by laying that egg on Sunday at AckerShare Stadium. They had a chance to keep the pressure on Baltimore, to flirt with the number one overall seed, to f- to really flirt with the division, but also just feel secure about their playoff spot. Number one seed seed's uh, gone. It's an impossibility yeah, see right ya. now. Goodbye. The division is almost a pipe dream now. Yep. You're two games behind yep. the Ravens. Mm-hmm. I guess technically one since you have Still one against alive. them, but two and games and you have overall. another game ahead of them. And or now playing them The playoff odds that were at 78% last week are down to, like, 53% just to make the playoffs. It's so... We say all the time how this league changes on a dime, and especially when you lose a game that no one factored you losing. It can just change the entire outlook of your season, and that's exactly what happened. Forget the division. Now... I'm just legitimately worried about this team making the playoffs. Yeah. And we said as much as it being a lock this time last week.
2: Yeah, we were locked in because you had beaten the Bengals. That's another conference win. That's another divisional win in your favor. Uh, that's just another win in general. You had You had, Tom, lined up for you in December. Back-to-back games against two win teams in Pittsburgh. There is not much more of a guaranteed thing in football. And somehow the Steelers fumbled that away. Now you're worried about Thursday night. Because it's not like the Steelers ran away with the game on on Sunday. You said, okay, well, clearly they can do it. Clearly they can beat bad teams. Let's see them beat up on another bad team against New England. Tom, what is everyone saying about New England now? how they've allowed, what, 26 points in the last four games but have lost them all. Where are you going to get points with this defense coming up against you on a, on a short week, nonetheless?
1: It's the lowest over-under total in the NFL. 30 years. For 30 years. It's at like 30 and a half points right now. And on Good Morning Football today, they asked a, a question in one of their segments and they set the over under at 20 themselves. They, they asked, will this score be 20? Tom, 20 I might game? take the under some of, of that 20. No. Some of them said no. Some of them said no, it would not reach 20. Like some of them were like, it could be like 13 to 9.
2: Uh, Tom, the Patriots 20, just lost last week math. 6 to nothing.
1: I know. And the week before, didn't they only score 6 points? And then the week prior, I'm pretty sure they only scored 7 points.
2: They lost last week 6 to nothing against a Chargers team that can put up points 30 points a week. And I mean, like, what really we aired in last week and
1: being as confident as we were against the Cardinals is the Steelers themselves just
2: aren't good enough to no. to count your chickens before they hatch. Tom, this might, no... be, this might be a, a 3-3 tie at midnight come <laughs> Thursday night. <laughs> Please don't be at midnight. God, I don't want to be here that late. Well, I feel like it won't be because it'll just be... Run, run, right, run, right, run, 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 right, run,
1: run, 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 right. run, run. Well, okay, let's go back to this Cardinals game because I think that's a, a pretty big criticism that's being levied towards the Steelers is you know, they ran the ball 31 times. They ran the ball well 31 times, 130 yards, three po- or 4.2 yards per carry. But it still seems like people wanted them to run the ball more. Score late in the game probably got out of hand to the point where they needed to throw the ball. But again, it was a 31 rush to 27 pass attempt split between the two quarterbacks. Um, and I think what really bothered me was... In that first series, when the Steelers were running the ball down the Cardinals' throat, then you hit Pickens on the big 48-yard pass play to get you down in, into the red zone, territory, close to the red zone, and then you just, you just kind of stopped running the ball there. Mm-hmm. Why? That was yeah. the thing that was keeping that drive going, and then you hit the big shot, and now all of a sudden you're in business. I would have ran it down their throats for 25, 30 mm-hmm. more yards, gotten that seven, and this game is probably a completely different story. The fact that you had such great momentum on that first drive and in classic 2023 Steelers fashion, you walk away with a three nothing lead. And then the next couple of drives on offense, you kind of just spin your tires. That gives a team like the Cardinals who haven't tasted a victory in weeks confidence that they can all of a sudden stay in this game. Uh and, And maybe it's not a terrible flight back to Arizona after this game. Maybe it's not a terrible bye week around the facility or wherever we go with our families and our time off because we're coming off a win. We have that good taste in our mouth. You know, you're up 7 nothing, 10 nothing, and the Cardinals offense gets stopped a couple times. Thinking about the bye week, it's almost week 15 when we come back after the bye. Yeah. There's only going to be like four more games. We can take a vacation. It's going to be great. They start to check out, but the opposite is true when you let a team hang around, when you give them confidence. They come to the sidelines, hey! Good stop defense. That was a a tough first drive, but hey, we only gave up three points. We're still in this thing. And then, oh, 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 and then on the goal line Mm. when Mr. Kenneth Pickett gets hurt, and we'll get to him later, maybe in the next episode, but definitely later we'll talk about the injury problems. Kenny gets hurt. It's fourth and inches at the goal line. And what's the play called, Tom? They go for it in shotgun with Mitch Trubisky. Now, Matt Williamson, who joins Mark Madden every week on Mondays, broke it down that how upset he was that they were lined up in shotgun. Because the defense especially knows what you're doing there. Uh, Mitch Trubisky hadn't taken a snap all game, so you're probably not going to quarterback sneak it with him. Uh, he's not going to probably throw the ball that tight on his first action in the game. And then if you're in shotgun, I mean, there's just there's just no nothing you can do. The, you know the ball's going to either be pitched out to the running back or it's going to be hand off to the inside to the running back. You just have to stop the running back. And when you're under center, I heard Orlovsky say this too, like on ESPN, you just have so many different things you can do, so many different options you can go to. If the linebackers are playing off a little bit, you just sneak it right through the A-gap. If the linebackers are crashing into guard against the sneak, maybe you toss it outside. There's just so much flexibility you have under center. And then after the game... I think it was Joe Rudder asked Tomlin about that. You know why mm-hmm. are you under center? Why why not why, under center why weren't the play? You, yeah. And his answer is, well, that's irrelevant in today's game. Are you familiar with a play that is being debated to be banned across the NFL because right now? So because effective. it's so effective at getting a yard, two yards. Does Hertz line up in shotgun or the pistol when they do the tush push? No, it's under center. You know why? Because it's the most effective way to get that yard to get those two yards. So. I don't agree with him saying that it's irrelevant in today's game, whether you're in shotgun or under center. I think that's one of the things from the beginning of football that has lasted forever, has had staying power. It's fourth and short, short yardage to gain. The sneak is almost foolproof. I mean, there's a reason why it still is in the game to this day. There's a reason why the greatest quarterback to ever play the game used to do it constantly, despite it being the play that probably risked him getting injured the most. Because it's so damn
2: effective. Yeah, and it's the play that the Steelers seem completely averse to, it's and really f-
1: have been going back to Ben. You know, yeah. and Kenny has done it more so now that he's right. got in. But that answer and not using at least under—I'm not saying you had to sneak it with Mitch, but not being under center is For at just, least a threat of it. It makes right. no sense to
2: me. Exactly, you got to make the defense think you're gonna. And do when it. and when you're in shotgun. You're you're setting yourself up for a passing play, but you're running the ball. And you're just giving that defense. And they knew defense, you weren't going to pass.
1: Like, they knew you weren't going to pass.
2: And you're giving your that defense who has 10 out of 11 guys on the field stacked in the box. You, gotta, you get an extra two yards now for them to stop Najee Harris. And again, the only people that were lined up not in, not in tight in the line of scrimmage were Deontay Johnson and his sole defender. So you do you you gonna throw a fade to Deontay? You had ten defenders there. You gonna throw? Who a, had that time for Najee just to get to the line of scrimmage. You throw that
1: fade on your first pass of the game with Mitch Trubisky to Deontay? No, they knew that that wasn't coming, and if it did, they were probably betting that it was going to be a bad throw. Maybe Deontay would drop the ball. DB would make a play on it. And the other thing that sucks, you talk about, the, you know, they have ten guys expecting the run still should be able to get a yard when everybody on the field is expecting a run, if all 11 guys are expecting a run. But when you're in shotgun, Najee's momentum Mm -hmm. isn't going all the way downhill, as opposed to when you're under center. He has a full-speed running start when he gets that ball, and bam, he hits the line running hard. He has to go from 0 to 100 real quick, real freaking quick, if he's in the shotgun on the sidecar. It was such a weird play call i liked the decision and tomlin was i i agreed with his answer there you know we got to score points we got to come away with seven points there and there's no excuse for us to not get a yard and get a touchdown uh the argument that some people have thrown out that hey a field goal at a time is definitely a way to beat the cardinals maybe go up six to three at that point and you know well in hindsight i take the field goal obviously of course, but i would have gone for it in that moment i i I mean, the second that Kenny was short, I was probably in the studio saying "Go for it!" just just instantly because I wanted to put that you know boot to the Cardinals.
2: Get 10, and, you figured, and you figured and you figure, Tom. You know, we're talking about the the that's this is the other side of this. Right, point. we're talking about the fact that they didn't get it. This this sequence Even, right here lost the game for the Steelers. One hundred fourteen th- point swing. One hundred and ten percent. You figure your defense, with Minka Fitzpatrick back on the field, with Cam Hayward, with T.J. Watt, the first time they're all playing Bro, together. Forget,
1: if Minka wasn't on the field against this team, I'd expect the defense that we've seen yeah. the past couple of weeks. But
2: I'm just saying, the first time those the big three yeah, the have been on the field back. together since week one, right. they can hold the Arizona Cardinals from scoring on a 99-yard drive.
1: And it really wasn't hard because guess what? Trey McBride. Trey McBride, yeah, Trey McBride, over Trey and, McBride. Over and Trey over. McBride, Trey McBride, Trey McBride, Trey McBride. He even scored a touchdown twice on that drive. Right, They twice. took one back, and then he scored it again. Oh, he definitely caught that ball. Too. I think he did, too. The knee down, I thought, would count as a mm-hmm. third leg. I think there's some debate about that. I think Dale actually said that it's not the same. I trust Dale. So I'll say it wasn't a catch. But he scored on the very next play. And it took the Steelers, like getting hit over the head with an anvil like they were wily Coyote trying to catch the roadrunner until they finally realized maybe a linebacker can't cover Trey McBride. I mean, to talk about just waiting and waiting and waiting to make an adjustment on this guy, it, 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 it came too late. It cost you the game. He had nine targets. I feel like eight of them were on that drive, and I know they weren't. But he just was fed the ball over and over and over and over again. And then 99 yards later, he puts the cherry on top by getting in the end zone. I mean, it was so
2: frustrating, yeah, to see, frustrating to see that. On that drive, the Cardinals had plays of 21 yards, 19 yards, 17 yards, 12 yards, and 15 yards to make their way down to the goal line. And I just don't get how you give up five big plays in one drive. Five big plays. Yeah, so I mean, five splash plays. with the NFL defines as as big chunks. They got five of them. So I know and the Leandre. offense
1: only scored ten points, and seven were in garbage time with Mitch Trubisky hooking up with Deontay Johnson. Great dance, by the way, uh, the end sound by didn't Talk about that. I, I love that dance. Smooth, baby. I like it. Really appropriate time to do that. Yeah, so you clearly that the out. best time to do that. So, those seven points, those scored in garbage time. So I know it's you know it looks like you know offense again let them down, bro. I put this on the defense too. That, yeah, that I mean no, you yard, can't. That's a, a yard. Yeah. You cannot allow a. You can't allow a 99 yard drive to most teams, man. I mean, even if you have Pat Mahomes and the Chiefs backed up on your one yard line, you're expecting to get off the field at some point, right? When they finish off a 99 mm-hmm. yard drive, you're kind of like, well, uh, Mahomes, it makes sense. Good. It's Mahomes. It happens every once in a while. Not this team. Not Kyler Murray and the Arizona Cardinals. Um, they they looked like the. To be honest with you, Jacob. They looked like what we thought the Steelers would look like in this game, and the Steelers looked like what we thought the Cardinals right. would look like. And you know, they punched us in the mouth.
2: People who they are defending the ball, well, mm-hmm. people who are defending the defense for saying, "Oh well, you know, Mitch fumbled on that play in the second half, and so they had a short field, and then they had another short." Mitch
1: fumbled. Yeah, Mitch fumbled. Did
2: I, no, no, did people I say saying Gary? that, but like, yeah. Was so They only snack. had a short like, field to go, and then uh, Presley Harvard messed up another punt, so they only had another half field to go to score their third touchdown of the game. Like, shut up! If you're if you're a legit, if you consider yourself a legit defense, which what have we been saying for, or at least all week, last week that they hadn't given up more than twenty points since what, like week three or something? If you're that elite of a defense, you don't let up twenty four points to the Arizona Cardinals. We now know, Tom, this team is one and four this season when they allow twenty or more points. And what was that one win when the defense scored two of those touchdowns to get them over that twenty point uh twenty point margin? It's very obvious the lose the the winning formula and and, and losing formula is very obvious for this Pittsburgh Steelers team. It's run the ball on offense and don't make too many mistakes. And on defense, it's don't let them score. And guess what you didn't do on Sunday? You didn't run the ball well enough. You made enough mistakes on offense, and your defense allowed three touchdowns, including
0: a 99-yard drive. This is Colin Coward from The Herd with Colin Cowherd. Angie can help you find the best price for your project by comparing quotes from multiple pros in just a few taps or book services at an upfront price based on local data. They get the difficulties that can come with home projects. They get it. Why not make it as simple as possible? Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I.com or download the app today. And just because you brought up the fumble,
1: I mean, what the de- what is the deal with Mason Cole, man? I mean that was like the fourth bad. I don't snap. even. I Billy lost said on count. The like, I that's the fourth bad snap today. I
2: lost count. And and, and you want to talk about Mason Cole? I'll I'll give you I'll do you one, one more. One of the sacks that I don't know if it was Kenny or, or Mitch that took it. I think it was Kenny early in the game. The replay showed, uh, from behind the quarterback's perspective, James Daniels is literally blocking Mason Cole. He has two defenders coming from his right side, and he's looking left. To where Mason Cole is and putting his hands up in that direction. I bet that happens and more often than not, it's just so embarrassing when it does. Just a miscommunication. It, like what was that. embarrassing was that the fact that you had James Daniels turn to the left with no defenders and you had two guys unblocked coming at the quarterback from the opposite direction. But the center position needs an upgrade. Sword. Oh, absolutely. I, I hate to say it. No, no, I, no I don't think you're wrong to say it now.
1: No, no, no. I hate to say it for him, for his sake. But yeah. It's just time to move on. I mean, you can't now, but. You got to look at that hard in the offseason. Well now
2: you got to look at uh, Nate, can, Herbig. Can is, Nate Herbig. This Nate
1: Herbig takeover. Ever since Pouncy, who was an all-pro all-world center, snapped the ball over Ben's head in the wildcard game against You've Cleveland. You've had the worst None luck. of our centers can snap the ball no. after that point. Like Kendra Green obviously struggled, snap. Mason Cole is struggling. The most basic fun-
2: function of the position, they can't get it right. I mean Herbig's literally your only option and he's not like You're a not true doing center. at this point. No.
1: And I hope that's not the just fallback option next year too. You just slide him over and replace, right. go out and get somebody, draft somebody. But that's
2: how I, the point I'm trying to make is that's how dire it is it's that you're so looking bad. for Herbig to potentially be your starter at center.
1: And I mean, you know, Mitch
2: should have jumped on the ball. It's not. I don't put that on Mitch at all. That fumble, that ball slid back. First of me. all, one, it was a ba- It was another bad snap. Second of all, wasn't that after the second rain delay? I believe it was.
1: Yep, it was because or I think it was after the first. Rain okay, delay. Tom, I'm so sorry. It was, so sorry. It was in
2: between one of two rain delays. How many games do you see with multiple weather delays in the same game? That's how bad the field conditions were. That's how wet the ball was. There were two rain delays. I'm sorry, it only came after the first rain delay. You want to blame the weather? You want it? no? I'm, for no, no, people no, let's who do, it. do
1: you want to blame the weather? For, no, I'm, I'm ready to blame the weather. For people who them? are blaming Mitch, let's blame the weather though. It's unfair that the skies decided to open up on our Pittsburgh Steelers in this game. And also it was unfair that it was 51 degrees for a team from Arizona up here. It should have been 20 degrees and it should have been snowing. God makes me so mad that we don't have a dome that has weather control. We could just pound snow on these teams from the West Coast. No, I mean, the weather was really annoying to deal with, but in all serious, you want a weather take? I'll give you a serious weather yeah, take. Yeah, hit me. The sign of a bad football team is a team that gets distractions like this and doesn't deal with them well. And
2: the Steelers didn't deal with them as well as a two and ten Arizona Cardinals team did. What does that tell no, you? No, you you saw those weather delays. You saw that extended halftime as an opportunity for it, you to reset. It could have gone either way. You could have came back out focused, pretend
1: like this is Super Bowl forty three again, and you need to beat mm-hmm. the Cardinals. Or it could have drained your energy even more, and just been like, "Man, this sucks. We're just sitting waiting around trying to play. I haven't seen lightning in an hour. There's just, the sun's out. Why won't they let us go play?" You get more depressed. You get more down. Your shoulders start to slump a little bit. You know, you're out of your routine, and it affects you on the field. And mm-hmm.
2: I'm not saying it definitely did, but I'm not going to rule out that it didn't either. Let's go over the four drives the Steelers had in the second half. The fumble by the bat snap. The missed field goal by Boz. Bad weather. Yeah. Three and out. Great. And then the touchdown that came with four minutes left that Deontay Johnson felt that the absolute need to celebrate In that between one. that, you had two cardinal touchdowns on their yep. drive. Yeah.
1: And the drive that they punted was a nine play drive that had a six minutes drained off the clock. So they really played it perfectly down the stretch. I mean even a blind squirrel finds a nut every once in a while, I guess, but this was probably the blindest squirrel of all time and it found a tree full of nuts that's going to last it for the rest of its life. That's how I feel with this Cardinals team and and then pulling off this upset against the Steelers. I know it was only like a six-point spread. It felt like it was more than that. It felt like... And for the Steelers, six-point spread feels like the 16-point spread with the way that their offense has been this year, but just just a loss. Uh, This team has bad losses seemingly almost annually and... I think I've said several times in the past, like I'm not going to get blindsided again by it, but they just keep finding creative ways to let you get blindsided by these losses. And I didn't see two and ten Arizona coming into Agoura Stadium, beating the Steelers. I thought it might be close. I thought it might be ugly. You know, when it's ten to three going into halftime and the weather delay, I'm thinking even when it was seventeen to three at one point in the third quarter, I'm saying you still think they probably win this game twenty to seventeen or something like that. Uh, to just get Blown out like you did to just seemingly show no life. Yeah, even is, when the Steelers were down
2: upsetting. ten to three, I thought, okay, oh, I thought it was going to be in the bag, maybe. Okay, mean, yeah. whatever. You know, you're not going to blow them out, and we're going to come back here on Tuesday morning and say, well, they won, but we didn't like how they did it. Exactly. And it's it just kept getting worse and worse and worse. Fourteen points. That's what you lost by
1: to the two and ten Arizona Cardinals. It, like I said to start the episode, it's the worst loss I can remember in a long time. In this era
2: for sure. <sighs> yeah. Um, if I had to rack my brain, yeah. I'm, You're not going to be able I'm to, one. to do one. It, it's yeah. that bad of a loss. This is their first win on
1: the road this year. The Cardinals. They hadn't won outside. Tom, they hadn't won
2: in like 365 days plus, I think, on the road. On the road. They've been an abysmal team on the road.
1: They broke that streak in Pittsburgh on Sunday. It's just... it's. <sighs> Other things didn't break in the Steelers' favor either no. on Sunday, with injuries being a big problem and a big factor in that game, including the one to the quarterback. We'll discuss what they do moving forward with that Patriots game right on the horizon, Thursday night football. Uh, you got to flush this one quick if you're the Steelers. Yeah, have to. And they got a lot of things that they got to work on in just a short week's time. So we'll go back. We'll talk about the injury. We'll talk about Mitch Trubisky taking over under center. That's on the way next on the Steelers standard.